Hello, world. Welcome to Black Hipster. I'm Stanley Wiggins. And I'm Shawla Evans. <laughs> Should we just jump straight in and start talking about this freaking election? <laughs> what election? What do you mean? Nah. <clears throat> the yeah, I wish, I, I, wish I could just be like, what election? Because I didn't pay any attention yesterday. I was just like, I can't let this take my energy yes. And, yes. and my joy. Um, they done boarded up all the stores in Midtown and Soho, which I was pissed about. Um, and I was just like, and not not for shopping reasons, for like, I was just like, this is messed up. It's like, yeah. oh, the Blacks are going to bloot or whatever. That that was how I felt about it. Mm -hmm. um, um, like we just get incensed about anything. Like they didn't understand why people were protesting um, yeah. certain Black Lives Matter movement. But I was like, this is a goddamn farce. So I just checked out yesterday after I voted. Um, me and my husband just watched the last three episodes of Grand Army that mm -hmm. we had left on the Netflix queue um, oh, and called it a day. I did not check back in until this morning. Um, mm -hmm. And I even, I think I didn't even check anything I, I want to say I didn't even look at emails or anything until like nine nine thirty. Yeah, like yeah. I was just like meh. <laughs> yeah, well, I think a lot of people. I did the same thing. Yeah, it was after last night. Even because I mean we didn't watch anything. We we're like, listen, we already voted. It it is. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. You know, there's nothing mm -hmm. to do about it. So it. it what are we gonna do? It's no. You're just gonna sit up there and drive yourself crazy. And everyone have been saying. We're not going to find out who the president is the next day. It's going to take some days. Right. So why go crazy and worry yourself? Yeah, we, yeah. And I'm so glad I didn't do it. But even today, it was a little hard. Today, because I first came into like one of my meetings and we talked about it. So it, it, it was difficult today for me to stay away from it and not go on social media and like just look at those updates. Right. And that's the thing. We knew we wouldn't know um by today yeah. but we also couldn't look away from like the complete like car wreck that is the <laughs> election because well because donald trump told us what was what he was just like look hoes if i start losing i'm gonna act like the insulin child that i am and throw <laughs> a fucking fit we yeah. knew that and i'm gonna try to use the courts which is why i tried to get my nominee um, for the Supreme Court in before mm -hmm. the election because I'm going to try to use the courts to fuck it up. And then they keep his his campaign, um, his team keeps getting up there and saying, oh, they're trying to steal the election. They're trying to steal the that Biden's team is trying to steal the election by counting all the votes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it just it's and like and, you know, when you saying it, you sound crazy. Yeah. But you just but you can't you you have this party loyalty and this whatever it's it is. The, and this is like his actual camp. So we know uh -huh. anything absurd and ridiculous is going to come from his team. Yeah. Um, but for like people on the ground, like pedestrians and, and like regular people to continue to repeat this vitriol that uh, Biden's camp is trying to steal the election mm -hmm. by making sure all the votes that were cast up through the time frame in which they were allowed to be casted should be counted. Yeah. It's just absurd. And then and then your boy wants to sue Wisconsin and Michigan because they went blue. And he wants to he wanted to sue to to make sure they had to stop counting their votes mm -hmm. because it was leaning Democrat. But 
I'm like, but Georgia's still counting their votes and you're not worried because it's leaning Republicans so you're not trying to sue them to stop. It's just exactly. so, the, the, the pile on of ridiculousness is so, is so crazy. It's like, bruh, you're not low. So I don't understand who's falling for this or who you think is going for this. It's ridiculous. It's, and you know what, because I was thinking because we've, voter fraud isn't anything, we've heard of it before. And for me, when I heard about this, that they're, I, I obviously, I just didn't believe it. But mainly, I didn't believe, you know, I didn't believe that Biden's team was trying to still, you know, do anything illegal or still votes or anything, because I'm like, this is coming from Trump's camp. I'm not going to believe it. But then I paused. I said, hmm, if this was an, if this was in reverse, would I, would I, if I heard that right away, would I be more, would I be likely to believe it? And I'm like, okay, well, now at this age, I probably <laughs> would it. I would hope so. <laughs> Right. But, I'm not, like, for me, that's a hard no yeah, because yeah. of the logic behind what they're using well, that's to what say I, it. Like, if you just owe someone is trying to commit voter fraud, that's very general. By yeah. doing what? Exactly. It would be my next question. And yeah. if you said by counting all the votes that were casted, then I would look at you like you like were crazy, crazy and probably blink eight times in a row because I'm trying to understand how you managed to remember to breathe. Well, that's what is there more because I like I said, I haven't been I mean, I've read. Um, I did hear about that. I did see that on the, the headlines, but I didn't read an article like, you know, front to back or anything like that, because I wonder the other side, because I do think we hear these things. We're in our sort of the people on the conservative side, you know, the Republicans, they're hearing certain things. So they're probably at this point so, so convinced that our side is doing something wrong and fucked up. So even if it's just like they're they're counting the votes, you know, they're they're um they're gonna keep the not keep the polls open, but they're gonna keep extending this until all the votes are counted. They're probably like illegal, tampering, voter fraud, you know, because at this point, all this both sides are polarized. We can barely see the logic on the other side. You know what I'm saying? That's what scares me. Like, do you th yeah. I think that happens? <laughs> Yeah, but the problem, the, here's the, the reason why I can't see the logic of the Republicans is uh -huh. because there isn't any. What they are saying <laughs> is not logical. They are saying that these states, it's not even Biden. It's not Biden's camp. It's not Biden's team. They're not personally counting the vote. Yeah. So yeah. you're accusing these people who have no reason mm -hmm. <laughs> to, to, to tamper and commit this fraud. But mind you, it's mostly states that he thought he was going to win. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's states that typically uh, were um, Republican or he at least flipped in the last election. So he's big mad because they're not following him anymore. Mm -hmm. And mind you, let's, let's, not, let's get into the white supremacy of it all. Because a lot of the votes that had been mailed in or that have yet to be counted are coming from mostly black and yeah. urban areas. Mm -hmm. and, and and so he's scared because he's like, oh God, they're gonna go. We know the blacks are gonna vote with Biden. So mm -hmm. he's actually trying to stop all these black votes from being counted. Yeah. Fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> like, there's no logic in that. You're saying yeah. you're gonna sue Michigan or you're gonna sue Pennsylvania because they're still tallying their votes. As if they had some reason, as if they were like, yeah, let's let's back this up. Let's push it back. <laughs> Pennsylvania was from jump. Pennsylvania was like, we're not going to start counting all these until the morning, until the day of the election. They were yeah. very clear about that. Exactly. That's like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah.
You wouldn't he, be finding any issue with that if it were leaning your way. No, no he no. would still be trying to sue them because he wants it closed with the numbers <laughs> in his favor. So it's he just was. like, uh, And it's funny because, you know, the funny thing is he had... He had been saying this the whole, you know, about the mail-in ballots fraud and all this stuff. He had been mm-hmm. sort of pushing this out the whole time. And I feel like it was probably a way for them to get in front of it, you oh, know, to sort of, yeah, obviously to say, let's prepare this because we know what's going to happen. And it's just, oh my gosh, it, it is just, I, I'm not going to watch. I don't even know because I, I haven't read, I've heard people say, do you know, or have you heard how long this, could we hear something by the weekend? Is that too early? I mean, I guess we don't know. At this yeah, point. I don't, How I don't long? think that we're going to know anything by the weekend. Really? Oh my word. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Um because yeah. we're talking record number of votes. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't Which is I good. honestly don't think so. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. even with um what was it, Michigan we were just talking about, apparently I read, I did read a little bit, they said that with because you know, Hillary in the last election, that's where she lost. And because it flipped to her, uh, it flipped, I'm sorry, flipped to him. Mm-hmm. And they said that the African-American voters came out in Michigan um, in higher numbers than they did last time. Um, and that's, that's partly due to Joe Biden um, clinching that. So um, I, that is something that is, is great because I did read too that they, um, they said that early voters, young voters, this is the highest number of young voters that they've had in mm-hmm. recent years. But the bar was set so low. So it's still <laughs> something. Gosh, now I'm trying to remember where was it? The New York Times? It was something insane, Shawa. Like the people up until 30 years old, like 18 to 30, only like, what was it? 11 or 13% of those people who are eligible voted. Only people, the people in this country, 13, 18 to 30, only 11% of them voted. But our age group, like um, 31 or whatever to like 30, 40 or 36 mm-hmm. or whatever it was, 19%. I said, what really? the hell? 19%. I was so shocked by that one. And I'm like, okay, well, are the people who are over the age of 35, is it less of us than it is of the people who are? That's <laughs> like that. uh, I doubt it. I, I I was so surprised. I have to. I have to, I want to send you that information because I think it was from the New York Times, and of course you have to look at other people. But that was just one of the numbers that I got, and I immediately told Josh. I'm like, I'm very surprised by the small percentage of That's people in our age out. group. Yes, extremely low chance. It's like, what were you doing? Because at this point, I'm thinking, do you do you think there would be people and who we know or in our who would be who who would be okay with saying they did not vote? Um. I don't know anybody who <laughs> didn't vote. Honestly, like people my age, or unless somebody's lying, <laughs> according to your numbers, someone is lying. Because I don't know anybody who didn't vote. That's like, what I would say. But there must be some people who did not vote. Who we? I mean, not just. I mean, everyone we know, of course, could have voted, but. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. So in the next coming weeks, girl, people gonna be coming. Out, I didn't actually vote. We like what? <laughs> like, oh, you lucky <laughs> we won. You lucky we. Hopefully, I can't I do imagine know someone that um, close to me who didn't vote. Um, who has all these uh, conspiracy theories and things uh-huh. about coronavirus and voting and a lot of stuff. Um, oh, my, sister and I, my sister and I had a whole conversation about it yesterday, and I was uh-huh. like, okay, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's her. That's her. She's not in our age group though. Uh-huh. She's a little older. So 
I was like, listen, that guess what? So so I don't want to hear any of your mouthing and your complaints and whatever yeah. about um, anything really when you are choosing, you're opting out. Exactly. <laughs> so, you and know, because then- again, local elections, they matter. They do. So they do. you don't bother to go to the polls to vote for the president. You're not, you're, you're choosing to opt out of these local elections and things too. So when you get mad about local legislation and those different things, then, well, you could also exercise your right to vote. Yeah. It, it is, it is interesting <laughs> too, to your, um, to your point about like, yeah, that person who didn't vote it, you're like, okay, well, basically shut the hell up when you're complaining, you know, when you're upset about, you know, whatever happens after the election or, you know, the laws and policies that are in place because you didn't, you just set it out, you know? Right, because what else are you doing? Yeah. So you're you're choosing to not vote. So what is the alternative? Just complaining? Yeah. If you told me you didn't vote, but you didn't vote, but you had this big grandiose plan that you were executing next week, Mm-hmm. And then you did that shit and it got off, then I mind my business about you not voting. But you're not doing <laughs> that either. So you're basically just a ball of complaints and conspiracies. I don't have any energy for you. Sorry. Yeah, we, we have a friend, a mutual friend, who does not, I don't think this person has ever voted before. And they are very sort of pro, um, uh, pro what sort of working in the community very much about pro blackness and all of this stuff so we're i gonna, don't know who this gonna, person is i'm gonna bring it to you <laughs> offline i'm gonna bring it oh, to you offline Lord. i don't think this person has voted and i was surprised should you tell me <laughs> should you tell me or am i gonna, am I gonna look at them differently going forward I don't think you know? so i don't think so i think when i tell you who it is you might go Okay, I'm trying to remember when I found out that this person doesn't vote it, hadn't voted, were you with me? But I don't mm-hmm. remember. So I think it was just in passing. I don't think you were. I think when I heard that they did not vote, I was very surprised and um, shocked a little bit and was like, what the hell is going on? Because it seems like the things that we discussed, they would be voting. But, you know, anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that. So they keep it on the low. Yes, yes. But you also made a point you, when you were talking about this, it made me think about, um, you know, some of the rappers who, and I haven't followed this a lot, like Lil Wayne or 50 Cent, whoever, Ice Cube and all these people who are voting for Trump. And even with Kanye. No, no, Kanye, no. Yeah. I, Ice Cube never said he was voting for Trump. Okay. No. And he got, he got real caught up. He got sideswept in people being in their feelings. Uh, Ice Cube was talking about a plan specifically for the Black community. Mm-hmm. And he said he brought to both camps and the he said both parties were willing to talk to him yeah. and people got all in their feelings because they're like oh you're talking to trump <laughs> and he was like i don't care about none of these party lines and none of this stuff he was like i just mm-hmm. care about getting black people where they need to be okay. so i'm talking to i'm talking to whoever is listening like intently and actually gives a shit about working with me to put these things in place and to implement these things but mm-hmm. he was never hardline for Trump, voting for Trump, none of that. And he just kind of got, you know, a little side swept in the just the, the the polarizing nature of just everything happening around this election. That yeah. if you look like um, you were on one side, then you were not for the other. And yeah. that wasn't what was happening at all. Um, even I- like Kanye West, I'm just like. I, oh, I, Kanye West suffers from mental health illness and 
Um, <laughs> no, honestly, like, I don't mean to laugh, but yes, he does. Like everybody laughs about it, but I'm like, have you ever watched that um, David Letterman? What is this new show that he has? Oh, and more Netflix? expensive interviews, like conversations yeah. with or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's an episode with Kanye West, and uh, watching it, I'm just like, it made me so much more empathetic and compassionate for him, and I uh, towards him. And I know some people are just like, but it's no excuse. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not an excuse, but it's a reason. Yes. And you Mental can't health, possibly yes. sit there and watch somebody having a psychotic break and think. Yeah, but you're doing all of this stuff, and yeah. so we can't excuse it. Mm-hmm. What? That person is having a complete psychotic break. He said, he was like, when I ramp up, like, I think everybody's out to get me. He said, I think, like, every single person is out to get me. I don't care who you are. No, I wow. think, of, he's like, everything is a conspiracy theory. The government's putting chips in my head, like, all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he's like, when he gets to that point. He said, and then one of the worst things is like they sedate you, you know, they take you and they cuff you and all this other stuff. He said, and then they separate you from everybody that you know, everyone that you're familiar with, everyone that makes you comfortable and makes you calm. He -hmm. said, it's the worst thing they could do. He said, because then you come to and you're just like, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, I can't imagine um, that that's a good place to be in. So if people can't recognize when someone is having a psychotic break and they're, and, and they're doing things that you already know you're suspicious of this. Okay, this is erratic. This is not rational. This is not like this person or this is not, you know, normal behavior mm-hmm. that you can't have some sort of empathy and say, okay, I'm not writing this person off because I understand there's something much bigger going on. Yeah. And everything is a conspiracy theory to him right now, yeah. <laughs> you know, or or he's leaning into the wrong places or the wrong things. Or there's certain things I'm like, I listened to this, I listened to this podcast. And initially I was like, this lady's crazy, but sometimes I agree with her. And the more I listened to the podcast, I was like, no, I think it's more she's right. And sometimes I disagree with her. Uh. Um, so just like, but like, imagine if like your mind is going to a different space. And then there's there's that person that you think is a little off, but sometimes you agree with them mm-hmm. and you might just lean all the way into the things that you agree with them on um, at the expense of all the things that they're wrong about. That can yeah. happen. Yeah. And I think that that's what he, he gets caught in. And people just every again, everyone is so incensed and everyone is turned all the way up. There's no room for anybody to not agree with you, uh-huh. um, especially if it's like nonsensical. So if someone's disagreeing with you and it also just even doesn't even make sense, you're like, ah, uh-uh, you stupid, you crazy, get out of my face. It's easy it's, to do that. It's weird that we're able to like sort of, what do you call that? Like the voice of, uh, I don't know what to call it, like grouping, like when you group people together, it's weird how it's sort of like this mob mentality in a sense, like how there's mm-hmm. no room to sort of discuss nuance and discuss layers and discuss like because what you're talking about with Kanye West I would assume because you said there's no room for people to recognize or really to understand the fact that okay he has mental health issues and then to understand what that means and how this works so it's just like why 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 can't is it because of the way that we receive that information is it because of I wonder where that comes from that we're all watching this happen 
I think it's two things. I think that we, in this country, we put so much negative stigma around mental health issues uh-huh. um, that there's, such, there's a huge lack of understanding when someone has mental health issues. Um, we don't know what that means. We don't know what that's like. We don't, we have no clue. Uh-huh. Um, like, or even like what that looks like for certain people. Yeah. So we just, we take things as an offense very quickly and very easily. And then I think for some people too, they just feel like the stakes are too high. They feel okay. like, look, look, bruh, I know you got your little problems and stuff, <laughs> but, but not the day. Like we can't afford this today, yeah. you know? And so that definitely can cause people to lack that compassion and to lack that empathy. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes people just uh, like greediness isn't always just about like money. Mm-hmm. Um, greediness just comes down to like you wanting what you want, regardless of what anybody else needs, um, or anybody else's situation. And so we can have that with our politics. Of course, we've seen that play out so much, which a lot of times comes back down to money. But um, I was reading um Phoebe Robinson from um you know Dope Queen Phoebe. Yeah, yeah. She put this post on Instagram, and one of the slides it was so interesting. It's it. Along the lines of something that you have been saying for a long time, um, I'm just pulling up Instagram and reading. She said, the truth is that there is work to be done that goes far beyond getting Trump out of power, beyond the thirst trap political posts on social media to encourage voting, which guilty, um, <laughs> beyond reading a handful of books to give you the temporary feeling of doing good, even if that good is just reaffirming to yourself you are good actually, without actually having to do anything actionable in the world to make that belief true. Um, I'm, I'm trying to like skip some of the stuff that I don't need to go to witness him doubling down on hatred and toxicity yet so many of the votes proves the issue has never been about getting one person out of office he's not the cause but the visible infection signaling there's something sinister beneath the surface yeah. and that's like you've been saying you you know you're always like you know we can get Trump out of the office but it's not him because that, like he got into office and yeah. he never should have, but there's, he obviously represents something to so many people that they were kind of keeping under wraps because it was unpopular to say and do. Mm-hmm. And they, they felt empowered by him and that's how he got into office. And that's how this race is so tight. It's like still so many people voted for him, even just watching the last four years or even just the last four months, Mm-hmm. And how everything has imploded in this country, and yet so many people are still so willing to die on that hill yeah. to support him. And it's just it's because they are Trump. Yeah. Their beliefs are his beliefs. Mm-hmm. Their racism and supremacy is is aligned with his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. It, so yeah. That's uh, there was this. You made me. You um, you reminded me of something that I saw on Instagram. <laughs> but you know, it speaks to what I've been saying about you know, sort of this issue of even, you know, besides Trump and it being this system, but it was something along the lines of, you know, we're, we're blaming this all on Trump and we're saying that, you know, Trump this and Trump this. And it's like, we were broken. We had issues way before Trump got into office. And I think, you know, these people who walk around and I was thinking about, you know, they say America, we have to get America back to where it used to be. Not like, you know, make America great again, but it's just like, I want a sense of normalcy again. And I want, and I want that too, whatever mm-hmm. that is. But I don't. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and I don't, I don't either. I want to feel 
good. I want to feel good. And that's what I mean by knowing. But I'm thinking about all this stuff. And maybe this is what you're saying, too, about all the crap that people have been fighting for, the racial injustice, you know, the sort of the, the sexual issues, the trans, all that stuff has been going on unchecked for so long. And it's just like, I think for a lot of people who are, quote unquote, the minorities, who are brown, who are living, excuse me, on the fringes, it's what they've been used to. So I feel like other people, particularly white people, have been walking around thinking, this is the America I want to live in. It's free and it's just and it's great. And it's like, where have you been? So I think for us, it's a lot easier for us to swallow the fact that, no, we live in a country that has a lot of fucked up shit. We live in a country that doesn't uphold, has different standards for, for women, for black people, for, you know, than white people, for disabled. We live, that's our daily lives because we see it. And I feel like there's a lot of people who are unwilling or they didn't want to see that because they were privileged. And, I've, and, and that is what <coughs> it is. It's, it just goes along with all, even how we vote and stuff, the big corporations and who gets into office and the fact that they need so much money. And there's all of this stuff with this. It's just like the fact that they have all these businesses basically funding, you know, the in power, in politics. And it's like, that is really what's wrong. Until that, I was thinking of Jared when we had him on. He was like, we're fucked. And, you know, I don't want to be that dire, but it's like we need a complete change in the way that we do. We go about our politics. We go about how we live our lives. But, you know, I said this plenty of times, but um, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. No, it's true. It's so true. It's, oh, yeah. When did you All vote? Right, we're moving. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Yesterday. Okay. No, I was gonna. I was gonna move on, but uh, before I move on, I voted yesterday. I uh, didn't feel the need to. First of all, the lines to vote early in New York were crazy, they and were I was crazy. like, "So I'm gonna go <laughs> vote early in a crazy line, then just vote um, like around the corner from my house, mm-hmm. possibly in a crazy line, because you had to go to your particular early voting polling place, and mine was much further from my home, so I'm just like." So I'm going to risk going and waiting in a long line to vote to do it early when I can just do it around the corner from my house. And I live in an immigrant neighborhood. So, um, like, I had a feeling it was going to be chill. And it was. I was in and out of there in, like, three minutes. Oh, wow. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. Like, if you live in a neighborhood like Park Slope or um, Prospect Heights, (laughs) then, um, you know, you're you're bound to be standing behind a couple Karens in the line, but yeah, like my neighborhood is chill. So I was I was like, it's not gonna be a problem. And it wasn't. It wasn't That's at good. all. Yeah. It yeah, it was a good experience. I, I love, by the way, I just have to say, those little pins that they gave you. Did they give you the pins that are their stylist and then you get the yes. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, where do they make these at? Because I want them. I don't even need this. But I'm like, I'm ran out of there. Josh is like, yeah, we're like, we voted. I'm like, did you see these pens? Did you get one of the pens, though? That was That's funny. Yeah, I voted. And I, yes, I am guilty of the thirst trap shot, which... I mentioned well before I saw that Michael B. Jordan had also posted that, but I was like, okay. It's, hold on, hold on. What did you say? You said I, um, I posted a thirst trap shot you did. Um, with an ulterior message. Um, well, it's self-destructed as of this morning, um, <laughs> which I said I was. I was clearly going to delete that. Yeah. There was no way I was leaving that up on my Instagram. Um, <laughs> and and ironically enough, you know, it got less likes than anything else that I sh- I've ever posted, which. Not ever, but like like lately, mm-hmm. which I was actually a little happy to see because 
it's not my thing. That's not my brand. It's not something I do. But it yeah. just goes to show that like whoever follows me is not into me doing that either. Yeah. So I can appreciate that because yeah, like, I'm not going to be posting anymore. Um, <laughs> so it's not. It's not my thing. It's not my thing at all. Um, but yeah, you know, anything to get folks to vote. So exactly. um, trade and trade and thirst traps both. But speaking of thirst trap shots, um, I wanted to bring a conversation to the podcast that you and I kind of started. Mm-hmm. I want to say last week um, at dinner where we were um, talking about women kind of getting ragged on for um, talking about how they don't have sex for free and um, they don't give out their companionship for free. Uh-huh. And all this other thing, a la, you know, Cardi B, Megan, Sukihana, um, Mulatto, City Girls. City mm-hmm. Girls are big on that, period. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this pushback against that. And I'm just like, but why? Yeah. And it's well, interesting. Uh-huh. Go ahead. What you what you no, 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 what you, you want to ask? You go. You go. You go. You, no, no. You're you're the the masculine energy in the room. Oh um, god. Well, I don't <laughs> get that off. It was right. just funny. Um, so <laughs> so I'm just curious what you think because even as a gay man, you know, I, I think just as a man, you might have a very different perspective on this than a woman might. I don't know. I want to be completely very much like. Yes, yes, do you. And in the end, honestly, I think do you. But there is in the back of my, it's because I've been conditioned this way. I'm a product of my environment to a certain extent and I have to push against that. I think it's like the first thing that comes is, oh, you a hoe. But then that also goes into street law, you know, prostitution and what, are you going to sell sex for money and all that thing, all that. And it's just like, if someone wants to do that, that's their business. But we've been conditioned. I, I will just speak for myself in society that that's wrong. So that's just a hard hump for me to get over. I would, if, if, I don't want to judge those people. I don't want to be like, no, that's wrong, but it's hard to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to just go against something that I believe for so long, honestly. I was just like, that's not right. And then as you get older, you, you, you hear other people's experiences and you're like, that's what, you do whatever you want to do. It's hard to break out of that from me. Does that make well, sense? Well, it, it is, um, but it's so interesting because it's like this this idea of um, marrying for love and um, trading companionship for love and that sort of thing is very modern. Um, yeah. It's very contemporary. So I'm just like, it's funny, you know, things change with each generation, I think. Yeah. And the way that we approach relationships and sex, especially, oh um, it changes with each generation. And so it's mostly these, um, like early to mid twenties girls who are shouting it from the rooftops for the most part, um, and catching a lot of flack for it. And and there's there's a lot of women like my age that do it too, and they've been doing it. And they just been keeping it a little bit more on the low. I mean, this that generation is more of a social media generation, so yeah, it, you see it. It's in front of your face. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just like. Yeah, um, w- women weren't out here getting married without, for for no bag back in the day. Like that was no. why a lot of women got married for the most part. It was like yeah. if, if it wasn't for power to join families or to marry into a family that had power or money, um, then a lot of times it was because yeah, you needed security. Um, and this was I'm talking like really recent, like people. I think no fault divorce didn't come around until like the 70s. Yeah, the 70s. And yeah. that was when people started being like, wait a minute, I could be free and get out there and dip and do it 
and find <laughs> me something better. Yeah. Um, and this idea of like something better could be out there and my happiness is more important than anything else mm-hmm. is very much connected to financial stability. Yeah. You all you're thinking in that way when you have the paper to do for you and do you and do on your own, then you have the the luxury of saying, well, I'm going to marry for love and I'm going to wait until I meet someone that I have those sparks for and those butterflies for to get married. But again, like that's recent, like that's 1980s, like, you know, for us, like we were born in the 80s. Yeah, we that model was shown to us, but it was mostly not shown for a lot of generations before us. So we think like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's what it is. The pushback is coming from like women in their late thirties being like, "Is that how?" Um, <clears throat> but then I think, you- <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Think that if we went to like our parents or like the generation before, they probably think the same thing. You know what I'm saying? It, depending on, you know what? I think it would be the messaging. It, because I'm pretty, I, I would assume, I don't know, but these, these, I would assume the way that these women talk about it is in a way that our parents or our grandparents wouldn't be very receptive of it. They would think it's hope. Oh, well, no, because yeah. they're talking about sex too. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah. that's also a change that you would have to embrace that people aren't necessarily, like, it's not marriage anymore. Like, yeah. you wouldn't have sex with someone or it wouldn't be known or you wouldn't talk about it that you were having sex with someone if you weren't married to them. But yeah. that has changed. And that yeah. has drastically changed and we are all aware of it. Yes. So it's yeah. like, let get, get over that because that's where we are now. So now the next step is, okay, women are having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's like, why are women having sex? And for some women... They're having sex because they want to have sex, but they're also, they have this understanding of, but I'm not going to have sex with you. Um, and, and I get nothing out of it except what, having sex with you? Mm-hmm. That would have to make a man's sex that amazing. Yeah. Like it would need to be an equal exchange of goods, you know, your sex for his sex. And that's not true. Like that's <laughs> just not, I mean, it's, it's just not the case. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when- essentially it's like a woman is just, she's giving up something that, was 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 looked at as an asset or a commodity in a lot of ways now for free. And these yeah. women are like, why should I do that? Uh-huh. I ain't mad. So, so, I'm okay. mad. Hold on, I'm trying to understand. So, okay, so it's like, if the woman, what if she, she's not sleeping with a man, of course, for, say she, I mean, she's independent. She can provide, these are women that can probably provide for themselves, get whatever mm-hmm. they need. So they're just like, I see a man. I'm not having sex with him for free. So yeah, then it's not an equal exchange. So then to me, what they're saying is either your sex is on a whole higher level or his sex is below. So it needs you, he needs to put something else on the table to take it up to your level. Or even if y'all just on the same level, then you still need to bring something else. Is that what it is? Because no, because it's, it's not about the quality of sex because <clears throat> women's sex have been, women's, yeah, a woman's sex and her sexuality was made into a commodity by men, yeah. um, not not by women. Um, so it's not about quality of actual sex. It's about the fact that that's something that men place as a value for women, and that just is what it is. But it's also it's it also has nothing to do with whether or not she is independent. Because what if the woman really isn't independent? If she doesn't have much, or and yeah. she's still just like I'm still not giving you this thing for free though because. Does that make it even more important that she doesn't give it up for free? Because she also already doesn't have much of anything. Well, yeah, then it's kind of like that's your, um, not your income, that is your currency. 
it is. It's just like it, it is, but it is for all women, and it has been historically. So it's just like, why are we getting mad now that these younger women are tapping into that? They're women aren't the ones that place the currency on their sex, their sexuality, their good looks, their youth. Men did, <laughs> and okay. so why are we getting mad when they lean into that? I, for me, I think it's just a matter of men wanting it to be on their terms. But the problem is then other women have now drank the Kool-Aid of what men have taught us we're supposed to think and feel about this thing. So a lot of the the, the comments, the negative comments and things that they get are from other women. Yeah. But, but, I, do think, and, and, but I do think there are a lot of women out there. And uh, I was thinking of a lie that I was watching the show Shit's Creek and he was the man was about to say it was one woman in the room and three men. And he was like, if I could just speak for women for one second and the one, one, only woman in the room was like, but you can. <laughs> and then so, <laughs> like, but you can't really shut it down. Um, right. but, I'm thinking, because it's like the way that we've been growing up, the way that I would assume that we've, our generation, girls and guys, we've been taught to have, I guess is yeah, we've been taught different things, do you think, to a certain extent. I know my mom and my all the women in my family, they think, Okay, you don't, uh, I don't know. Now you get into me thinking, because it's out, outwardly, no one says women have to sleep. You know, you don't give it away for free. You don't do this. You don't do that. It's all about love. Find someone that you love. Don't sleep around. You know, keep it in your pants, blah, 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 blah. But oh, you, why? Why am I keeping my pants? So he can feel good about tapping um, a virgin? Like, what? No, 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 no. There, there is this emphasis. That's what I'm saying. There is this, it's um, double standard. You know, we talked about that, when versus women, you know, how women are definitely much more like taught to, yeah, keep it locked down, whereas men aren't given those same instructions or directions. And, you know, they can just go out and just be dipping it in everything. So I wonder, though, is it. Yeah, because I, I don't know. That's interesting. Now you got me. Thinking. Well, I think I think part of it was because there is an actual value placed on a woman's virginity. Yeah, yeah. So it was, you are more valuable to a man if he feels like you're the first woman, uh, you're, you're the only uh, man that, if he's the only man that you've ever been with, yeah. if he's the first one to get crack at that nut, mm -hmm. like, it, 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 it places a higher value on your virginity. So uh, it still comes back to the same thing. And so lean into that. Why... Why are we so upset now that these women are leaning into that? Um, and hey, that, if that's what we've been given to trade on, then that's what we should be doing, no? It's the same as like beauty. Um, what's um, Ryan Richardson, Miss Black America? Um, she did this whole TED talk where she talked about that. And she's just like, why do we make women ashamed of being beautiful mm. when that's the value that we've given them in society? That's that's one of the few things, very few things that we have said, okay, women, this is in your arsenal to use um, as currency in this world. And yeah. every time they use it, we make them feel ashamed for it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, because that's, again, that's another power move um, on a very smart one on behalf of men to say, I'm going to give you this currency but I should control it. And the second you use it, I'll make you guilty and I'll make you feel guilty and ashamed for yeah. bringing the, it to the table. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's true. That's interesting. That's interesting because my thing is you have every person in a sense, if that's what they were doing or if no one had any problem, that's what she does or that's what he, then it wouldn't be an issue. Then it, it's, it's this judgment that people come because if it's, because if it's very clear, listen, I'm not sleeping with you unless I'm getting A, B, and C. 
who are you to judge what that person is about? Who who are you to judge and say that's not right? And I don't know. It, it is, yeah, it is interesting. It's very complicated, though, you know? I mean, it's complicated that. once you make anything that people think shouldn't be transactional, transactional. Once you, vo you put a transactional voice to it. Because yeah. it has been transactional, but once you act, but it's right an unspoken transaction, and then once we've actually said it, so it's like, oh, that's prostitution because she actually said, "I need you to give me money," versus, you know, she slept with you, and then she kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, my car notes do. Who, <laughs> when will I ever get the funds? Like yeah. that kind of thing, and then you said, "Oh, baby girl, you need some paper," so. <laughs> And now it's not transactional. He voluntarily gave up this money or he wants to take care of you again. Yeah. So if we're making it on the man's terms that he wants to take care of you, he wants to do these things, then it's nothing you should feel ashamed about. But even then, I feel like people still, I definitely have friends who feel like that. They're like, I don't want a man giving me anything. Or they went out with a guy and he gave them a gift too soon. And so they were like funny on him because they're like, why are you giving me gifts too soon? This is weird. And, and I'm like, I mean, maybe that's just how his love language. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like if, it was, if it's a car, then that should be a red flag. But you like, take the car and you never see him again. That's what you do. <laughs> right. And you run for the hills. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if it's a I think if it's a, a gesture that makes sense in, in terms of the amount of time you've been spending and you know this man, then why are you feeling weird about that? Um yeah, it's this whole idea of being independent means never being able to accept that help or ever even admit that like you need that help or like that help, even if you don't need it, that you like it. I wonder if that goes, if that's tied into what you were saying before about the sort of the dynamic of the currency of like what a woman is given, you know, her looks and her sex or vagina, that's the currency. So it's like, there's all, there's this pushback against that of saying, I want to, and of course, everyone wants to be independent. Everyone wants to do their, their own thing, but there's this sort of pushback against that. Do you think that happens with that? Does that what, make what do you mean? I think you're saying I, the same thing I'm saying. <laughs> well, I guess we're saying the same thing. Okay. Okay. Because I, cause I, even to go back to what you talked about before with the prostitution, because for me, prostitution is different than what this is. D obviously, is different. Prostitution, I'm thinking someone, even though there are women, like prostitution, usually when I think of someone's a prostitute, I think, okay, she's doing that because she has no other choices. This is the easiest, the unfortunate, not, Ooh, not easy. easy. Not easy, yeah. This is the, one of the only ways that she can make money. So that's why she's doing it. It's the necessity. So it's just like, it, she has to do it. There's no other options. That's but again, that goes back to the fact that women can monetize the pussy. That yeah. currency, that there's a currency in that. And I yeah. want to be clear too, like, I'm, I'm saying prostitute because that's the, that's the terms and those are the words that people use in the comments. Because I don't say that for the most part. I'll say sex worker because I yeah. think when you call it prostitution, it has a different connotation and then people don't understand that Sex work is work, okay? Oh, yeah. There is nothing easy about sex work. No. Um, and But the reason why women can engage in sex work is because a value has been placed on their bodies in that way, in a sexual way. Ooh, yeah. Interesting. Child. That's very interesting. Yeah, it, it's funny because like you said, generations change, people change. So it's like who we are now, now we won't, I mean, who we are as humans, we won't be in 20, 30 years. 
I mean, 20, 30 years ago, maybe not that long ago, but yeah, the, yes, the dynamics of like even women in the home, you know, being a homemaker, you know, working as much, those things were different. And, 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 you know, we still have people that we, that who we grow up with or who we know older generations who were like, a woman should only work, oh, should only be in the home and, you know, whatever. And some people believe that and that's the way your family, that's the way your life works, that's fine. But it, that's still, there's still remnants of that. And I wonder how it will change in like 30 or 40 years. Because it wasn't too long ago, what, it went to 1920? I mean, that's a pretty long time ago. Uh, women had the well, right Right. And and really working outside of the home didn't really come until the sixties, seventies as well. Yeah. Like like the, the, the amounts of women we see working out in the home. But I have my feelings about that too, child, but that's a whole nother show for a whole nother day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a can of worms. Uh we don't have enough time to open. Child. Okay, we're gonna get into that one. Yes, it's it's interesting. <laughs> like as you yeah, I wonder, I was talking to Josh the other day and just asking him, it's like, how do you know how, because we were talking about, Sean, you know, Sean Connery, that actor, that British actor passed yeah, away. And, um, you know, of course they pull, you know, people can dig, girl. They dug up a clip of him talking to, was it Barbara Walters, I believe? Barbara Walters, I think about when he had said that he felt it was okay to hit a woman. So she, Ooh. she, she, she was point blank. They were laughing about something. She made a joke. He laughed about it. He was in a comfortable sort of cheerful position. She's like, so let's bring it back to this interview, basically. Well, you said it was okay for you to slap a woman. And she just caught him. <laughs> <laughs> but we did not back down. He's like, yes, in certain instances, I do. I mean, you just don't go hit a woman, but you know, women like to push, and you know, they like to get the last word in about this and that. And he's like, sometimes you can, you know, hit the hit the woman, give her a smack, and he didn't back down. And you know, the 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 thing about that was though, Sean Connery was a different generation. You know what I'm saying? How we think about when we even when we talk about races and all those and how crazy we think, but things change. And it's just like, yeah, to your great great grandfather, your great grandfather, or your grandfather, homeboy, it uh, everybody, a lot of people was smacking their wives or saying racist things or doing that because the the world wasn't how it is now. So it was just like, is it? Are there things that we do now? that are going to be in like 30 years people go i can't believe that you would say that i can't believe yes. that, you do that yeah absolutely <laughs> and and i think to some degree i know for me like i i, I typically have a um there's i i try to think about the nuance but there are some things that i have a hard line on mm-hmm. so like something like smacking your wife yeah i'm gonna go ahead and just say nope um, I don't care what generation you're from. Exactly. Um, certain yeah. behavior just needs to change. And yeah. there are definitely things that we're doing now um, that in 20 years, it's going to be like, I don't care if you are from, you know, if you're Gen Z or you're Gen, um, uh, a millennial, that is wrong. I don't care whatever you grew up in. You're going to stop that behavior right fucking now. Yeah. And I agree with that. And you're right about that, because even when Josh and I were having that conversation, I think I said to him, I go, even when that was happening, there was, it was just like, that was just wrong. It was like, there were people who knew, the people that it was happening to, mm-hmm. or the people that were experiencing that, they still, there still were people who knew, who knew it was wrong. It's like, even when we were watching, like, how we're in such a PC culture right now, and how, like, when you call someone fat, or when you call someone ugly, and people joke about it, and now people are like, don't do that as much, because you don't want to hurt them. You know, it's just a little bit more taboo. You don't say certain things in person, and mixed company as much and it's just like those things are a little bit different because it's like 
of course, you you knew when you were saying it, when you were joking about it, you probably knew. I can't say this around everybody. I'm pretty sure that some people are going to be offended by it, but it's not as bad as like, uh, what is it? I, I don't know, beating someone. Or Domestic violence. Or hating someone because of their race. Sexual assault. Yeah. It's just yeah like, there are levels to there it. Are levels. Like, and you can't, you can't, I think, compare them. You can't say, well, bullying and sexual assault or bullying and domestic violence all the same. Like, no. And some of those like low, what you would consider quote, quote, lower level offense, whatever, can lead to some of those larger things. But I think you can't always compare things apples that's, to apples. That's right. Yeah, because the only thing for us that I think would change would be the way that we describe, like, you know, now we have like trans and non-binary and then all of these different languages that necessarily, I wouldn't say we're wrong, but it's just like, well, now they're coming into our consciousness. So it's not like it's, for most of us, I would think that it's, it's, it's easy. We're just, okay, we'll just have to understand this. I'm pretty sure there'll be some things that'll happen. We'll go, we don't agree with this, but it's different from like, I think from raping someone or hitting someone, but then maybe not to those people who are in that group. You, know, you like, think that's the only thing that we're gonna the thing too is I, I feel like some people need to also just get over themselves you don't have to understand everything oh, so if someone yeah. is like yeah like I want to be called they them like those are my pronouns even if you're just like I can't really wrap my head around this but what is it hurting you exactly. to call that person by those pronouns or, yes. or, or like how are you offended by this trans woman's being? Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why do you care? That's what I don't understand. I like, agree. You're way too much of somebody else's business. I don't know if you just don't have enough struggle of your own or whatever <laughs> it is, because I just, I don't know if it's just, I'm over here being a black woman. I got enough to deal with. I don't have time yeah. to sit here and be bothered about why somebody else, um, you know, about like why any of these things are if I don't just 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 because I don't understand them mm -hmm. to push back on them, though. Yeah. Like yeah. I can say and be like, child, I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm not pushing back on it because yeah. why? Why would I? I saw a commercial earlier. It was a prep commercial. And um, I think it was Dominique Jackson says in the commercial, like, oh, no, it was Dominique Jackson. She's in the commercial. But someone else was like, I am a woman. I'm just as much woman as any woman. Um, I just had a different journey getting here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, that's interesting. I've never heard it explained that way. I was like, oh. <laughs> and that's so simple, you know, but I've never yeah. heard anyone say that. And it's like, we we all can kind of wrap our heads around that, right? Mm -hmm. Just us having different journeys of getting to certain places. So yeah. it's like, I can say I'm a journalist and my route was different from your route you know, I had a different way of getting here, but I'm a journalist nonetheless, uh, no less than you are. Exactly. I know that was a terrible example, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> and then, too, I mean, I, I will say, and maybe this is, no, I'll say this. I think, um, I do think certain people who, whether they're trans or whether they're, usually because I know people say, well, it's not safe. What if we have a man going into the girl's bath restroom? And I'm like, I don't think. But that's not a man. Yeah, that's you not, have to change your mindset. You have to change your mind. And then it's just like, so people are going through all of this trouble 
and all of this heartache and pain and, and just self-discovery, which is not easy for anyone to just be like, oh yes, that's, I just want to be a quote unquote guy in the quote women's restroom. Really? That's what you, so anyway, so people are going to go and subject themselves to all of this, sometimes surgery and pills and all the things that I just said, in addition to even just the stigma of it, which still exists, and you worry, and you think that that's they just want to get over, they want to take advantage of someone, they want to, they want to, see, they want to yes. see in the women's locker room. Yes. I'm like, what? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and that's when you got to just turn and look and go, oh, baby girl, you ain't got nothing nobody want to look at, man, oh. woman, or otherwise, relax. Not he, not she, not they, not them. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, and on that note. <laughs> This was a, such an entertaining episode for me. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> okay. I did, I did, I did. If the if our listeners out there um have as well, make sure you subscribe. If you love this episode of Black Hipster, come back and see us again. Um, and then make sure you also rate us. Um, Stanley, where can they email and follow us? They can email us at blackhipster at gmail. No, blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. They can follow us on Black Hipster. Um, they can also follow me at the Shawa Evans on Instagram. And what's your handle, Boo? Standrick Wiggins on Instagram. Ooh, we got follow. that. Should we announce that we are having guests next week? Yeah, I guess yeah, I did yeah. announce. We yeah. got a little, we got a little something, something for y'all next week, right? Should I announce it? Well, um, yeah, yeah. they're they're kind of listening to you say that, so. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got a little, some special guests coming next week. And um, we also have a, another really special announcement that we will make next week for the episode after that, um, which was super hyped. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Yeah. Let me go and top off my wine and um, watch the elections like it's a horror film through my fingers um, and check y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.